Hi, Insiders. It's me, Lisa, back for a new episode of Disney Movie Insiders Presents. Today, we're going green with Marvel Studios' She-Hulk attorney at law and guest Ginger Gonzaga, who plays Nikki, and head writer and executive producer Jessica Gao. Tatiana Maslany stars as Jennifer Walters, an attorney specializing in superhuman-oriented legal cases. She leads the complicated life of a single 30-something who also happens to be a green 6-foot-7-inch super-powered Hulk. Life and love are complicated for Jennifer Walters, but there's no doubt you're in for a good time with this series. The first few episodes have me hooked with cute moments like Cheetos and Chopsticks, and of course, how cool is it to see Mark Ruffalo back in action? Smart Hulk and She-Hulk side-by-side will definitely excite fans. I'm looking forward to Jennifer's journey. Talking to us first, we have Ginger Gonzaga, who plays Nikki, Jennifer's best friend and paralegal. Hi, Ginger. Welcome. Hi, thanks for having me. Okay, so I'm a huge fan of this show. I love it so much. Tell us about Nikki beyond what we already just said. I mean, a superhero needs a best friend and you totally embody that. So tell us more about her and what drew you to her. I love Nikki. She's rad. (laughs) She's the friend that everyone needs. You know, she's a little reckless. She's very free with her life, but she's good, you know, and she's, she's a great cheerleader for, for all of her friends. And she's someone who kind of is always saying whatever is on her mind, which I think we always want to be that way. And she's a great instigator, you know, who, who continues to, (laughs) to kind of get Jennifer out of her shell. And uh, she's a wonderful plus one who's kind of like celebrity adjacent. If she Hulk was a celebrity, you know, <laughs> I get all the perks. <laughs> I get all the perks without having to be the super famous person. I love that description. Celebrity adjacent. That's fabulous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you're in the MCU now though, like in, in the first episode, we see that Jennifer herself, she's getting a one Oh one from Bruce Banner, like that binder, it like breaks down. These are all the things that you need to know. Did it feel like you needed something like that in order to come into this with all the characters that we see and just the world of the MCU. Yeah. You know, I've seen all the films in the theater and I've always been a fan, but I still was surprised at how much, just how much I don't know. You know, I, I was at the airport the other day and I bought some Marvel magazine and I was like, Oh, another lookbook. You know what I mean? <laughs> I would told one of our execs, I was like, can I have like a, I need like a legend that shows every single character in their pictures so I can remember, you know, and how special they all are. Cause from movie to movies, it starts to get so overwhelming. And now, you know, the universe has expanded so much. It's hard to keep up. But at the end of the day, my one true love is baby Groot anyway. So as long as I know baby Groot, <laughs> I'll be good to go. <laughs> Baby girl, it's a winner every single day. That's a great pick right there. Yeah. I will say though, you two make a really fun duo together. Like you said, like you create such a balance between the two characters, but you have a background in improv. So how much is scripted? How much do you get to have fun? Like just having an off the cuff moment with improv. We were super lucky with how much freedom they gave us. I improvised a lot in my audition, which I always do to kind of like see if they want it, you know, if they could like, <laughs> Otherwise, they think I'm going rogue once I get to set and I start being like, blah, blah. but um, <clears throat> with Nikki, they gave me so much freedom and Jessica's so cool. She would be like, put your ginger stank on it. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> um, so, you know, she really knew how to write for me. And Nikki talks so fast that there's always time. There's always space to fill. So I can always fill mm. any space, any air with jokes. So the fact that they allowed me to do that is it's really fun for me. It's the best way that I like to work. And it's really fun for my brain. You know, we get to switch it up every time and everyone knows how to roll with the punches on the show. So, yeah, we we definitely have I would say we definitely have everything that's scripted in there. Plus more, you know, it's it's kind I of love that. that vibe. Yeah. I mean, so fun. So fun. You're talking about being on set, though. So I'm curious. You see Tatiana as Jennifer. 
But then what are you seeing her as when she's She-Hulk? Like, does she have all these contraptions on her? Like, what is that experience like? And what are you saying? Yeah. So she's, when she's She-Hulk, she's in her little motion capture pajamas, I call them. And she's in a (laughs) very comfortable gray suit, may I add, while I'm in very painful heels. And then she has a not so comfortable helmet that she wears that captures the CGI on her face. And then that helmet has a stick on top of it. And then that stick has a weird green alien face with dead eyes on top of it. And so I have to look at that instead of Tatiana, <laughs> you know? And uh, so I'm usually craning my neck up and uh, and looking at this weird monster, but hearing <laughs> hearing the funny sounds and, and the funny conversation that's coming out of someone straight straight ahead of me. So I, it's, it's a lot of remembering to look up and not not be drawn to Tatiana's face and, and where the sound is coming from. <laughs> <laughs> like you said, that's a lot to take in, a lot to navigate around. How long did it take for you both to feel like, okay, you got the comedy down, you're having to figure that out, like the mechanics of this. Like how long did you feel like into filming? You finally got that groove where it was like comedy, you know, it's just offhand. You feel good about it. Yeah, because it is because there is this whole extra learning curve, right, with the technology. So you're like, okay, that's that. And I don't ever get to look at you, but you're still here. It takes a second. I think, you know, we were lucky that the first scenes that we ever filmed were just between Jen and Nikki, you know, so it's like human Mm -hmm. and human. I got that. And then, you know, there were there were first couple of days like Tatiana would secretly be like pointing up at her head to look at the crazy alien. But after a while, you (laughs) Yeah. I was like, Oh God, no, no. Cause again, I tell people that if I'm, if I look Tatiana in the eyes when she, she Hulk, then Nikki in the post-production is actually just staring straight at she Hulk's boobs instead of, (laughs) so I have to be very careful. Otherwise I look like this lascivious woman. So, um, Yeah. So I just, uh, it, it took a second, but, but Tatiana is a very physical actor and her body completely changes once she's She-Hulk. So she kind of signals even with her shoulder. And I, I remember when she does that, oh, I'm acting with She-Hulk now. I got to look up, you know? Oh, so good. I love that so much. Can I ask then, what did you think when you saw the final product? Because this whole time, like you said, you're having to imagine, you're having to envision, but now you finally get to see the episodes what is that like when you finally see She-Hulk? It was the weirdest experience because I never look at the monitor. We didn't know what it was going to be like. And then the first, so the first time I saw it was in ADR. And I always thought that I'd be like shocked and it would hit me. And I'd be like, that's so weird. That's not what, what it was like when I was filming. And I had done about a, a, a maybe like 30 minutes worth of ADR where we re-record some of our lines, you know, as I'm looking at the screen. And then it was the first time I realized that I was looking at the new thing. For some reason, it was seamless. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's the person I've been acting with. But that's so also cool. because it's weird because it does it does record Tatiana's body so much that mm-hmm. it all seemed like what I experienced, even though it wasn't, you know, that's, I wasn't with a six foot seven woman the day that I was filming. But for some reason watching it, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I acted with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It all worked out. I love that so much. And I just want to say, again, I love this show so much that you gave us a comedy duo with the two characters, dating apps, the amazing fashion that you wear. I have one question for you, though, to close us out. Yeah. G-Hulk obviously has her moments. What (laughs) makes you Hulk out? Oh, my God. I keep giving this answer and it's so nerdy, but I hate when people don't have critical thinking skills and because I'm obsessed with the truth and I'm obsessed with people like thinking for themselves and learning things. And so I don't know. I was like a nerdy speech and debate person where I was like always taught to debate both sides. So I have like a weird my inner She-Hulk rage comes out when when someone doesn't understand something because of a lack of critical thinking skills. And it's the nerdiest answer that I could give. But 
We out here. <laughs> you gave us so much today, Ginger. Thank you so much. Celebrity adjacent. So many other fun things that you said today. We love this show. Thank you so much. It's such a treat. Thanks for having me. Now joining us is the show's head writer and executive producer, Jessica Gao. Welcome, Jessica, to the show. Thank you for having me. So excited to talk to you today. You look fabulous, obviously. Talk to us, though, about how you got your start in the industry as a writer. Oh, wow. My origin story. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I didn't think I was going to be a writer. I actually went to art school and was a fine arts major and very quickly was like, this was a terrible mistake. I don't want to be an artist. It seems like a lot of work. Um, and, and so, uh, but I didn't want to read or write during college. So I didn't, you know, switch majors. I just got an art degree and basically ended up getting a degree in something that I already knew I didn't want to pursue, which was very smart on my part and, you know, waffled around for a couple of years, worked a bunch of odd jobs, briefly moved to England, you know, and then started freaking out. Cause I was like, I'm 22. I have one foot in the grave. I got to figure my life. I got one chance to figure out my life before before it's time to shuffle off this mortal coil. And uh, I had always been really into comic books. I organized comic book conventions when I was in college and I'd become friends through doing that with a group of like indie comic book artists who are all like 10 years older than me and had like established comics careers. And so I thought, well, they're like adults who have careers. Like I should ask them. So I, I asked all of them, you know, what should I do with my life? I very lost. And, you know, I'm currently working as an office temp and retail worker, please help. And across the board, every single one of them said, you should be a writer. And I said, okay, great. I'll take your word for it. And I thought, oh, I should probably write for animation because, you know, it seems like a good transition from comic books. And also I heard that in animation, you can just write the script and you don't have to do the drawing, which was the one thing I was trying to avoid was having to draw anymore. And I, but I didn't know anybody in entertainment. I didn't know anything about entertainment. So I emailed every single person I knew. And I said, I have decided to be an animation writer. If you know how, tell me. And Hmm. one person wrote back and said, I have a friend who works at Nickelodeon and she says they have a writing fellowship you can apply for. Here's the link, you know? And so I clicked on the link. I read all the guidelines. I Googled, what is a spec script? And then I Googled (laughs) how to write a spec script. And then I wrote one and I got this writing fellowship and it really changed my life. Three months into this writing fellowship, I I had two different Nickelodeon shows make me staffing offers. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, first off, I already see the comedy and the relatability in She-Hulk the series just by talking to you and getting your story, like your origin story, like you said, that is amazing and so fabulous and really inspiring. Like you said, along the road, you're not really knowing you know, there's twists and turns, there's detours here and there, but look at where it's led you. How exciting. Congratulations on talking about the series today. So talk to us. How did you get She-Hulk? Oh boy. Well, that's another great origin story because uh, (laughs) She-Hulk was the fourth project I pitched to Marvel. I'd been trying to get my foot in the door Mm -hmm. at Marvel. Like my dream was to write a Marvel movie. Cause this was like, you know, early on when Marvel's only making movies, I was like, I want to write a Marvel movie. That's all I want. And I pitched on three different Marvel movies, obviously got rejected from all of those (laughs) jobs, but She-Hulk was always my favorite character from Marvel Comics. And I really, really wanted to do something with She-Hulk. The first time I ever pitched at Marvel was on the Black Widow movie. And I mean, She-Hulk was in my pitch. I mean, to the point where they they literally said to me, it kind of feels like you're pitching a She-Hulk movie with Black Widow. (laughs) 
And I was like, well, try to sneak it in there. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So obviously didn't get that job, but every single time I didn't get the job, I would say to them, if you ever do a She-Hulk movie, Mm. better call me. And if you don't call me, I will burn the studio to the ground. And I said it every single time. And so finally one day they announce, you know, Kevin announces that they're doing a She-Hulk. Not only are they doing She-Hulk, but they're doing a TV show. And, and I was like, I didn't get a missed call. So I guess I'm burning the studio to the ground. Say goodbye, (laughs) Kevin. And because I warned him to be fair. And then like literally two days later, they called me and asked me if I wanted to pitch on She-Hulk and I played it very cool and was like, oh, was there an announcement? I think I heard something. (laughs) Was there an announcement? Okay. I don't know how people get through filming and like all these scripts and everything that you're saying. Cause I'm laughing every five seconds with you. You are hilarious. I love this show so much, like the comedy in it, everything. And balanced with She-Hulk as this amazing superhero. So what was one of your favorite moments? I mean, from the dating apps to the Cheetos and chopsticks. I mean, what's one of your favorite scenes and moments from the series? Uh, one of my absolute favorite moments is the tag at the end of the first episode when we finally finally answer the question of whether or not Steve Rogers, Captain America was a virgin. And Jen's last line in that tag is, I mean, I think my crowning achievement in television, if that's my legacy, I am very, I can leave this earth happy. Oh my gosh, Jessica, you are a pure joy. I do want to ask you though, because I've geeked out about this show. Can we talk about your Disney fandom and maybe some of the things that you might geek out about? Oh yeah. I mean, I mean, where do we start? (laughs) Are you ready to take on the insider vibe with us? Yes, I am. (laughs) Here we go. What is your earliest memory of being a Disney movie fan? Uh, 101 Dalmatians. That was my all-time favorite movie. That was the first movie I ever saw in a theater. And then I had the, you know, the big fat Disney VHS, like puffy, you know. The best. Yes. That clamshell packaging. And I watched that movie every single day. Knew every single word. Because all I wanted in in life was a puppy. And I thought, well, you know, what's better than one puppy? 101 puppies. (laughs) Canine Crunchies. Love it so much. (laughs) Next question. If you could only ride one ride all day to Disney Park, which would it be? Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. Oh, very nice. I mean, I have a lot. You know, obviously I love Pirates. I love, you know, the Haunted Mansion and Space Mountain. But like Big Thunder Mountain Railroad, I just love that it's just a classic roller coaster. It does everything I want it to do. And also I love a Western theme. So it gives me everything I want. Got it. So I hope we see a Western themed episode of She-Hulk in there. Just throw it in there just for fun. (laughs) (laughs) Next question. It's Disney karaoke night. What song do you sing? Oh my Lord. Um, Oh, Little Town from Beauty and the Beast. (gasps) I love that song. I love that song. Fabulous. Fabulous choice. Next question. You're invited to a Disney themed costume party. Who or what do you dress as? Ooh, I think Ursula. I mean, Ursula has great style. It's fabulous. Yeah, she's just got, she's just a vibe. So I think that that's a really, really great pick. Yeah, I'd go (laughs) to the party. I try to steal everyone's voice. Perfect. A new take. I like it. Okay, last question to close this out. Which Disney character has the best life advice and what is it? Hmm. I think I'm going to have to, as much as I would like to keep plugging She-Hulk, maybe I'll just go back to basics and say like, back to 101 Dalmatians, my, my, my fave. And 
the the sense of community and everyone pitching in like how, how great was the twilight bark i love that so much <laughs> Okay, and you just took on the Insider 5, Jessica. Thank you so much for doing that for us. I love this series so much. I'm a fan. It was a true joy talking to you today. Thank you so much for the time. Thank you so much for having me. That's our show. Marvel Studios' She-Hulk Attorney at Law is now streaming on Disney+. Plus, So you don't miss any upcoming podcast episodes. Subscribe and follow Disney Movie Insiders Presents. And while you're there, we'd love it if you gave us a rating and review. Visit DisneyMovieInsiders.com or our app and enter bonus code ATTORNEY. The code expires September 20th, 2022 at 11.59 p.m. Pacific time. Membership is required. Limit one redemption per account. Visit DisneyMovieInsiders.com for terms and conditions. We'll catch you next time, Insiders, with more Disney Movie Magic.